welcome back to welcome our channel. Welcome back. Where today we are going to be talking about all of the necessary qualities and attributes of a wedding planner. So we're going to start off by doing a little bit of a QA. Mm -hmm. We actually recently um, did a little bit of training, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We got invited in to a lovely group that the, just, the company sells engagement rings. We can't say who it is, but they yeah. sell engagement rings. Yeah, and, and they wanted to know basically, because I mean, they also need to connect with their client and they wanted to understand how we do it and how they can apply these skills to their industry as well. So we went and we blew their minds with like loads <laughs> of really funny stories, which we're going to do today. So Laura, what would you say, you've, you've recently come into the industry, yeah. what would you say is the, one of the skills that you've had previously that's really helped you over the last couple of months? I think definitely, I mean, it, it sounds obvious, but communication skills. Mm -hmm. So by that, I mean, getting onto people's levels. So first of all, especially, I mean, everything is, it starts from the consultation. So you sit down with your, with your client and understand how they want you to act with them by the way they act with you. So if you're meeting, for example, a very kind of high up, maybe wealthy family, respectable family, and they're quite reserved with you in the consultation, maybe that's them initiating that kind of gap between you and them. They want a professional experience. Mm -hmm. And from the, the way you deal with them from then onwards needs to be, you know, respectable, reserved and professional. If you deal with another client completely different who come in, they give you a hug straight away. You extend your hand to shake, you know, to shake the hand and they come in for a hug and they sit down and they start talking about their life and they read their body language, you know, read what they're doing. That's that friendship feeling. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, from then on, okay, they want you to be their friend for the next five, six, seven, 12 months that you're planning their wedding. Yeah. So yeah, it's all about kind of understanding the situation and adapting to it. And I think adding on to that, you know, you can then get more information out of them because you've made them feel comfortable in that first initial consultation. And yeah. like we were saying in that training session, actually, it's really important that when you have that first consultation, you're not interviewing them mm -hmm. as such. You're just trying to get as much information out of them naturally. Yes. To then be able to put that into your pitch, your mood board, mm -hmm. the design of the wedding. And I think that, that yeah, that part of the communication is is really, really important, but also the communication that then you take to the events Absolutely. where you've got lots of stuff to do. You've got lots of people in and out of the space when you're setting up, communicating here, then you've still got the bride messaging you. So you have got to be able to communicate. And then I guess that does bring us on to, to multitasking. Oh, for sure. For <laughs> and sure. really knowing how to do that. And I think that that is a skill set that is it's definitely, I mean, I'm laughing because I'm it's just overlooked. Thinking, you know? It's overlooked for sure, for sure. So yeah, definitely multitasking. What else would you say? Um, I mean, hard working. Every day is different. And we'll kind of touch on that in another episode, how you need to ex kind of expect the unexpected. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, one day you could be just doing a bit of admin and the next day, you know, you've got probably a 15, 16 hour day. Mm -hmm. Often, you know, we've, we've stayed until the bride and groom have left. The end. So. Look, do you know what, actually, I think for me, not every planner does that, right? Yes. And each to their own. But I think from my perspective, it's definitely something 
that staying late, that hardworking, you know, we'll go to an event set up really, really early in the morning. So we'll be there from potentially a ballroom opens at sort of 5am. Maybe we'd get there about six, seven by the time the big things have been offloaded. And then we can stay there until three o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, that takes a lot of, of, of ambition, drive and just pure determination just yeah. to stay there because by the end of it, you're exhausted. But what happens by doing that is you get to see the most amazing parts of the wedding that I think a lot of planners actually don't get to see, which is they such a shame. On. I mean, first of all, before we go into into that, it's actually a shame because, you know, you spend, okay, the, the average wedding, it's about seven months planning. Mm -hmm. You spend all of that time invested into this couple, invested into this project, and then it's all leading up to this magic moment. And then do you not want to be there? I mean, I... I love it and it never gets old and I'm always the first to be blubbering, you know. <laughs> you don't hear me, but I'm, I'm blubbering in silence. <laughs> but it's just, first of all, it's, you know, happiness, of course, for them. And second of all, it's just a moment of, of pride. It's seeing your work come together. I mean, you know, wouldn't you want to be present for that? But also it means that you get to watch the best bits, which yeah. happen when everybody's had a lot of too course. much to drink. Of <laughs> now, I remember we recently had a wedding and um, this was like a really, like a lovely family. Yeah. Really, really well brought up. Um, you know, the, it was actually des well, half destination. Bride and groom lived here, but most of the guests actually came from overseas. And um, it was a British wedding. So there was a lot of alcohol because you know us Brits do like to have a glass of wine. And... Yeah, so they, but they were very, very like well to do family. Yeah. And I remember bearing in mind, so you have your, your photography and videographer and they'll probably leave once like the first sets of like the, the party sort of starts. So they'll get a bit of the party just for the photos and then they do leave. They don't stay till like two, three o'clock in the morning. But what happened in this particular wedding, I'm in the, the after party because you have noise restrictions in Dubai. Mm -hmm. And we're in the after party, which is inside the ballroom. And everyone's in there and all the lads are like, they've had a really, really good drink. And the mum, who's always been so well-spoken and so well-presented. And, you know, she wasn't, she actually wasn't drunk, but she got on the stage. And the first thing I saw was her on the stage. And I was thinking, what's she doing on the stage? <laughs> and, and then the next thing I know, she's like, Hannah, have you got some scissors? And I'm like for what? <laughs> like, what are you going to do with some scissors on the stage? And the next thing I know, the groom, and she's, she's the mother of the bride, the groom gets up on the stage, but they have a great relationship. And she's, she's got the scissors, and she's putting them towards him. And I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> like, what is happening? And she proceeds to start cutting his sleeves off of his <laughs> suit and shirt, right? Only the shirt, not the suit. And starts cutting them off. And they, first of all, they were half off and all the lads were like, hey, amazing, amazing. The next thing you know, you literally have every single guy in that room sleeveless. <laughs> they're cut off. And then it became this moment where they're like, you know, you know, like when you go enter a wedding in some, like in some cultures Greek, and they'll get the, and the, they'll get the napkins. Restaurants and no, 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 not in this one. It was their sleeves. And they're all there. Uh, and luckily we had this amazing uh, musician, Sean, who we've done quite a few weddings with. And he really understood that atmosphere and that vibe. And he read the room so perfectly. And he started playing a song and Honestly, that video is one of the, my favorite videos. You'll have to try and find it and we can see if we can insert it. We'll try and post it. it. Yeah. And you know what, what's, what, the reason why I've told that story is because the only reason why 
that is caught on camera is because I'm obviously sober, not in the wedding, but I'm there as the planner and I'm like, I have to capture this yeah, moment. It's, initiative, it's so you know? cool. <laughs> and I literally stood on the side of the stage with my phone out and got the whole thing. And it was just magic. And as well as obviously for them, it's a memory for them. It's a memory for you. I mean, 100%. if you was to ever look at our camera rolls, you know, it's just the amount of pictures and videos. And sometimes I don't know if you do the same, but I like to just sit there and just have a look through and just random moments that you've caught and you don't realize that you have caught. Mm -hmm. And it reminds you of them, you know, you might have done their wedding, you know, two years ago and it reminds you of them. And then, you know, you might drop them a message and be like, oh, you know, thinking of you, I just remembered something about your wedding and yeah. let's grab a coffee. You know, it's it's a relationship that kind of never dies out. And that's mm -hmm. an important quality to also mention yeah. that um, you need to really have that aftercare with your clients. Mm -hmm. It's so important. I mean, a lot of people just think that wedding planning is kind of, you know, the build up, the whole planning and then it's the wedding day and then it kind of stops there it doesn't mm -hmm. your clients I mean if they're willing to be are your friends for life you know what I recently read this really interesting statement that a wedding planner had 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 written right which said in the wedding industry unless a bride and groom get divorced and they get married again and need your services there's no referrals in this business I was like, are you joking? Like I know full well, especially from, from how Couture Events is and how you know we run the business and how you've really also played a massive part in that mm -hmm. is every single person that is attending that wedding is a potential client in the future. Absolutely. It could be a birthday. It could be, it could be that they own this massive company and they want a corporate event. You are constantly promoting yourself during that event all impressions count and and this has happened i mean if we bring up nadine's wedding it was after covid wasn't it just before i came in yeah you know like this was one of the most affected brides that we ever had she actually rescheduled her wedding i think it was five or six times and she was just she was just done by that yeah. point i mean she was she was really affected and she just wanted to get married to her best friend and anyway the restrictions lifted finally and she really dreamt of this outdoor wedding but the restrictions lifted for us in September. She was like, we're just gonna have to build something in the garden of Four Seasons. And we're like, okay, sure. You know, quick thinking, we will do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and we created this sort of structure that was air conditioned, that was just pretty much all glass. It looked like glass. Um, and so when they were outside, they really felt like they had that outdoor wedding. And that wedding was, I mean, yeah, it was 2020. And recently we've just got a call from someone who attended that wedding yeah, saying, I've remembered that, that wedding, wedding. Yeah. remembered. And also one thing to note to note as well is that Nadine was a very, very timid and shy bride. Mm -hmm. So like you say, with communication, it was really about learning what she needed on her wedding day. And, and she really that. needed handholding that yeah. day. And even her entrance, she was really, really nervous. And she, she really needed me to sort of, when I, she was by the door to walk next to her up the aisle, like yeah. she she really wanted that handholding experience. And her friend had noticed that. Yeah. And she was like, I saw what was brought to the table that day and how comfortable you made our friend who was actually normally a little bit timid and shy and how she really came out of her shell that night. Yeah. And it was just such a beautiful thing to hear. And then, yeah, so we, that's how we got an inquiry from that. So that's it. No, yeah. it's really important. As I said, all impressions count and you don't know who is listening, who is watching. And even if it's not a direct kind of lead, just think of, you know, you have the people in the room, say there's 250 people at the wedding every one of those 250 people 
know at least another 250 people. Mm -hmm. So you're then connected to a wider audience. And we've recently just, well, we're in the process of signing a wedding that's been referred from a guest from a wedding. Yeah. So, you know, people talk. People do talk. They do talk and be mindful of that and that's actually something that we're, I think we're going to touch upon in, an, in another episode mm-hmm. is how to create those memorable moments and yeah, you yeah. know to really play a part so that you're, you're sort of enhancing the experience for the guest as well which is a big part of what we do it's not just like you say the planning part yeah it's exactly. really about you know creating something magical on the day and this this hard work and the, the effort that you put in doesn't just show to the client it also reflects on the vendors and the venues that you're working with completely I mean you know, and this is the reason if you're willing to put that effort in and go to the extra mile, this is why people always come back to you. You know, mm-hmm. I'm talking about vend- like vendors and venues specifically. I mean, if we use the example of, um, so, I mean, this isn't a wedding, this is a, this was a corporate event, wasn't it? So we, we recently did a setup for, for one of our corporate clients. I'm just trying to think which one you're trying to tell me. Let me just say desert oh, and you will no. know exactly what I'm on about. <laughs> I mean, I think in every episode, we're going to have to show a photo of what's happened. Oh the first no, one... no, that is awful. <laughs> You'll have to tell them the story. Oh my God. So, so yeah, we had this set up for a, the corporate client mm. and they was doing a kind of dinner set up in the desert. Um, and it was actually, I mean, it's, it's quite late to do it really. I when mean, was it? Was it July or, or the end of June? I think it was the end of June. June. Anyway, I mean... It's, it's too late, really, at, Which, at that by point. by the way, for those of you who don't live in the Middle East, it's about 40 degrees. And the rest. <laughs> and the rest. And the rest. I mean, I was on the balcony the other night and it was 44 degrees at eight o'clock on the evening. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, Habibi, don't come to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> no, do, it's brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had this event. And of course, the client isn't there because it's too hot it's so hot yeah and this event was happening on the evening which the temperature heavily drops in the desert at that time so thankfully thankfully yeah (laughs) and it's a lot more comfortable for them (laughs) but obviously (laughs) handover was what six seven which means we're gonna have to come in around midday to set up midday peak of sun laura gets sunstroke I have never experienced anything like it. And I'm not even exaggerating now. No, it was horrendous. So we've got this camp. It's an, an official camp, but there's no real amenities. There's there's toilets, but I mean... They're not air conditioned. There's no... You're there's in the middle no, of the desert, you know. Yeah. It's, there's shaded areas, but it's not closed off. It's yeah. not a building. It's just and a even shaded the shade area. Is... Well, it's it's a it's a heat block in there because yeah. it's kind of... You're, you feel claustrophobic. And <laughs> Hannah is out in the open moving furniture. So she was kind of pulling through and I was like, yeah, Hannah, I'm going to decorate the bathroom. <laughs> Which was part of the brief, no, by the way. We had the brief, to decorate so the bathroom. I, I took my, my precious time decorating the bathroom, even though it wasn't much better in there, to be honest. Um, but Hannah, the poor soul, she comes in, red as anything. You just starfished on the floor, didn't you? Like... But we was both gasping for air to the point where you just couldn't get enough oxygen in because there's just, you can't yeah. breathe it anywhere. Was at, it was maybe one of the worst setups I've ever done. And then yeah. we go back out to finish fin- final touches. And, you know, this was actually really scary because we started to get delirious, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Hannah was like, count the plates. And I was like, two. It took us about 10 minutes to count those plates. I, I'd forgot yeah. my two times tables yeah. all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. And... She just started heavily breathing. I said, Hannah, I can't, 
I just can't. I can't do it anymore. I, can't, I quit. <laughs> I quit. Is it too, <laughs> is it too late? <laughs> but yeah, and... Uh, luckily you know we we kind of finished and we we ended up saying to the client didn't we we just said look at this point we're going to need you to sign it off we couldn't even have the flowers out no nope. we had to put them to the side and say look the flower it's too hot for the flowers they're mm-hmm. dying mm-hmm. we had these leather poofs didn't we, we said, it's, they're going to melt everything is at the side we give them instructions and we said for the health and safety of the team we're going to need to leave yeah and yeah, we had hard. to leave and it just hit me. Thank God Hannah was driving at this point, but it just hit me in the car, didn't it? <laughs> Show everybody what you look like in the car. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> like one of the free blind mice. <laughs> I found a, a, a dirty tissue in my in my bag, didn't I? And I put some cold water on it and had it on my head. And it was a good like two hour drive home as well, wasn't it? Which didn't yeah. help. You pulled up at the services. She was like, do you want something? I was like, watermelon. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that was that was something else. That is else. where we have gone above and beyond. I feel, you know, but this is why that particular client has came back to us over and over again for over six years now. Yeah, true. because we're grafters. Yeah, no, we I, are. I'll, I'll say no. it for us. We yeah, are yeah. grafters. I, I'll say it. I'll yeah. say it. Like we we really do put the work in, and we love it. Yeah. It's not by us talking about this. It's not us complaining in any way, shape or form. No. Because, you know, you see, we see the humorous side of it. I mean, at the time it was awful, yeah. but I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love the fact that one day I'm behind a computer and I'm doing this and that. And the other day I'm, you know, I'm getting down and dirty and I'm, you know, I've got my working hat on. We, the other day we was in the, in the factory, wasn't we? With the high vis and the helmets and <laughs> one of the lads. Uh, one of the lads walking around with your hat on yeah that's it <laughs> law the builder but yeah i love that part so yeah no for sure for sure i mean i think that one of my favorite things that you've brought to the table in terms of skill set is is really how open you are mm-hmm. and how much fun you bring to every event we really bounce off each other for yeah, that and, and i think that you know like, like you said before in your previous job, um, which you mentioned on the previous episode, um, it was very lonely for you. Yeah. I used to find this job quite lonely being by myself. Whereas now that you're there on the day, like we, the, the amount of laughs that we've had from just the way that you say things or the way you present yourself. I think that, it, I mean, I'll never, ever, ever forget <laughs> that moment when, you know, we were at that, at that wedding recently. And which one? I'll give you the clue. I found it. and the joke that that was made into but in the right way and it could have been really embarrassing for someone else but for this family they were so funny and so outgoing you just really got on their level and you made it really funny so i mean we're gonna have to tell people what you did oh my god right so (laughs) imagine You've done the setup, you know. It's, Do you know what? Actually, it should start from the start because this. So the there was the groom's the groom's father, the groom's dad, yeah. And he came up to me just before the ceremony started, and he went, "Hannah, do you have any super glue?" I was like, "What's broken? Is everything okay?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I just need it." And I'm like, "Is there anything I can help you with?" <laughs> and he gets in his pocket and he pulls out his tooth. <laughs> And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, my tooth's come out. So I need to super glue it back in. I'm like, what are you 
joking. So Laura comes out and like she she sees that I'm just hysterically laughing. And then she makes a joke with him and she's like, I've got some eyelash glue. Do you remember that? Yeah, but I did. I had some eyelash, but it was black. You know, it's one of them that kind of blends in with your eye makeup. And he's like, anything, anything. anything." You even look like a pirate. You know, you never think black. Anything, I just, just for the photos, I think you have me too fun. (laughs) Oh my God. So I don't know. I don't actually know how he managed to, he it. used super glue. Oh, did he? He genuinely super glued his tooth. I was with him when he did oh. it in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It's not dangerous. I know, right. I was literally like, you know, don't, like, you know, I hope nothing goes wrong yeah. here, you know. So anyway, he had his his tooth fixed <laughs> temporarily for the photos and everything was fine. Everything was fine. You know, the ceremony was absolutely beautiful. We move in, they kind of get settled for dinner. And at this point, Hannah and I were like, right, first of all, it's a great opportunity to grab something to eat because we are starving as well yeah 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 um but then at this kind of moment when people sit down is when we kind of back off a little bit and just let them enjoy and then we'll check in a bit later anyway we're inside and everyone's supposed to be sat down calmly enjoying their dinner and we just hear all this commotion don't we <laughs> hannah's mid pad tie so i'm like right i'll go out and check you know i check what's going on walk out and everybody is out of their seats scrambling they've got their hands through the food people are under the kids are under the table and i thought and i ran out and i ran out, ran out. You know, what's going on what's going on me tooth me tooth <laughs> <laughs> oh no he'd lost his tooth and they was all like he swallowed it he swallowed it we don't know what's going on they were such a good laugh oh god they took it so well they were all taking the mick out of him so you read the room really well that's it but he was going through the you know he'd spat food out and they was all (laughs) over it was it was carnage it was carnage a luxury wedding you can imagine it's just carnage anyway i thought right i'll I'll try and help so i'm scrambling 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 anything i see something glistening (laughs) on the table in the dubai sun (laughs) at this point i just walking out so laura's like there like searching and the, the next thing i see and the only thing i see because i've missed the commotion is laura just putting her hand up and going i found it and everyone starts Every- cheering i'm like what the hell are they on about the the, the groom's father and he come and just pick me up and say, oh my god thank you so you're a legend i thought i better get commission from the tooth fairy for this <laughs> But oh my god! I mean, I'll take that with me forever. That was absolutely hilarious. Hilarious! What and a we great still memory. Talk about that. We still talk yeah. about it. They were such a great family. We've been really yeah, lucky this yeah, season, yeah, actually, yeah. haven't we? Yeah. I'm trying to think if they've got something that rivals that, but I just don't. I just don't have anything that rivals that. It was such a great moment. Yeah, no. So to kind of bring this episode together of the type of skill set that someone would need, if we were to throw out, let's say, 10, 10 words to finish we'll do you go i go you go i go okay go likability quick thinker adaptability creativity calm under pressure that's a good one the duck on the surface and the paddler underneath (laughs) (laughs) um problem solver Mm. a good listener oh that's a good one yeah, you have got to be a good listener. A party starter. Oh, you yeah. know, you're celebrating life. Like, you have to make fun. Pass the scissors. I'm going to cut your sleeves off. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're saying is... That look, definitely wasn't 10, by the way. But I mean, let's roll with it. 
So no, what we're saying is that, you know, if you are again, watching the episode thinking, I would really love to get into this. If they're mm -hmm. the type of skill sets that you do have, you could be an amazing person to join this industry. Absolutely consider it and even if there's the skills that you have that we didn't necessarily mention um you know you're always bringing something unique to the table and no matter what I mean that might be what's kind of set you apart from other planners mm -hmm. um so yeah don't ever underestimate yourself and consider it you know if Definitely. you if you like the kind of stories that we have and you know we maybe tickle in your pickle a little bit then uh <laughs> And yeah, keep watching. <laughs> yeah, so thanks thanks again, everybody, for honestly all of your support so far. We're a couple yeah. of weeks in now and we're really, really grateful for all of the comments, the likes, the support, the DMs, everything that you've given us. Please keep them coming. We do really want to touch upon the things that you want to talk about. So if you, there is anything that you'd like us to sort of go into detail with, we would love that. Absolutely. So yeah, guys, you know what to do. Keep interacting, commenting, following. You know, we're on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. So yeah, and as always, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> See you again. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye guys.